Welcome to YLAP Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Flowers, and this is episode 26 with Ron Bush. I want to thank you for making the choice to download this episode with us today. Ron is an amazing human, and to be honest with you, I held on to this podcast for a few months. We originally recorded this back in March, and it was to come out right before his birthday, which was the 17th of March, and then he had a show in Hollywood that he was hosting with a bunch of other acts and comedians, musicians. And, you know, then the 15th hit and LA and Hollywood are on lockdown. His show got canceled. I held this episode thinking that, you know, after a few weeks or months or whatever, that I would start the podcast back up again. And that just didn't happen. And for some personal reasons as well that I was going through, I just decided to take a break. And so Ron and I have kept in touch and and you know life keeps happening around us 2020 is a wild year and it took me a minute to to sit back take a deep breath and remind myself why there is a y lab y lab was created it's an organic environment it's a platform for two people to come together and sit down face to face and have a connection to be kind to be vulnerable to admire things about each other and dig deep and be be open to peeling some layers off and exposing some of that good, bad, and ugly. And Ron is no hold bars. I, I got to be honest with you. I, I couldn't wait to get this episode out once I started listening to it. And so I don't want to make this introduction too long. But episode 26 with Ron Bush, I, this guy's a this guy's a unbelievable human. And you can check out his website, Uh, ronbushonline.com. He's an LA-based comedian, actor, writer from Philly. And he mixes personal stories with social commentary to make his point. His act has been making him a leading voice among the LA's LGBT comedy community. He's currently got a show in development with Entertainment One. He tours regularly, which we talk about. He performs regularly here in Hollywood, or he used to when he could. And I'm going to leave all the links and everything in the show notes. So please check this dude out. He, he's just a remarkable human. We go back over two decades. We start out with how we met in Atlanta. And then there is some amazing content in the back half of this show. So please don't sleep. Without further ado, Ron Bush. Bush here today, so yes, sir. we are going to jump right into it. We kind of already did, but I just want to say thank you for, for downloading that, so checking it out. Um, this guy, Ron Bush, is here. Mm, he is, I don't even know what to say about this man, currently 
uh, up up and coming rising comedian, still yes. rising comedian, there. yeah, um, DJ, unique, just a all around cool <laughs> cat, um, and we were reminiscing about how we met and sort of forgot that we were I was going to do a podcast, so. We just jumped right in. So thanks, Ron, for, for coming over and doing this. Absolutely. No, I really appreciate you uh, having me. And uh, it's been a while since we've caught up. And yeah. there is a lot of stuff. There's been a lot going on, oh man. Oh, my you God. Know? Um, congratulations on the podcast. And Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. man. Thank you for having me over. I'm really, really stoked about it. And, you know, it's one of, it's one of those things, like, you know, we, we've known each other. We were just talking. We've known each other at least, like, 20, 25 years, right? And we live in L.A., and we see each other, like, once every, like, you know, like six, seven months, like yeah. every a year or something like that. It's the same thing with Jamie, Damien, and all of them. Anyway, yeah. our, our other friends. But you <laughs> our get, other you, friends. You get it. You know what I mean, Pete? You know, yeah, you it's, know. you know, and as the irony of, you just mentioned Pete, um, was he just texted right as, as we came in? Yeah. You know, and that's, he's he's my connection to you, and that's yeah. how we met. Um, again, Ron Bush, for those that didn't catch the, the full introduction is here, and we go all the way back to Atlanta. Yeah, the old Atlanta days. And yeah. a common friend of mine from college, Peter Lovo. For anybody that's listening to this and knows Peter Lovo, that's hilarious. You can know how Ron and I connected, and we were kind of reminiscing about the late '90s in Atlanta. Yeah. This was the thing, or a party, or something, yeah. and then we, we made it out here. And and I didn't realize that we had moved here the same year. Yeah. Yeah. And what? Two thousand. Two thousand. And yeah. you were just saying that this, you had lived here longer than the same, the same amount of time. I, mean, I moved out of. I was born and raised in Philly. Born and raised yeah. in Philly. And I moved from Philly at twenty, you know. And I've been officially as of the week of Fourth of July. Um, I'll have been in. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. I'll have been in uh, L.A. twenty years. In California, 20 years. And a little stop in Atlanta for almost a decade then. Right, yeah, okay. six and a half years. That's where my math messed me up yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, six and a half I years. Know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But tell you, Atlanta was some crazy times. Yeah. Dude, that was, uh, that's interesting. I wouldn't mind unpacking that little time of our lives because what, what, what was that, 20s, early 20s? Yeah, 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 20s. You know, yeah, mid-20s. 20s. Yeah, mid-20s, yeah. We were just wild. Just like, just wild. And... <laughs> You know, I'm just, uh, the, you know, uh, I'm just able to, um, I'm just, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, I'm a storyteller with my stand-up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I've been putting off uh, using some of these stories, you know, because, you know, they're just so fucking wild. Okay. You know, they're just like, they're just rock star status. They are. Well, this and, is no whole bards here, yeah, brother. Yeah, so you so. can break a window in the hotel room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, no. I, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, because, you know, with every with every good joke, there has to be a purpose behind um, the joke. You know, it can't just be like, oh, man, we're fucking partying. We're doing no time to cocaine. You know, it has yeah. to be like, okay, yeah. well, there has to be a purpose to it, you know? And so... Um, first, I have to choose which story to, where, where do you start? You know what I mean? It's like. Well, Atlanta know. in the 90s in itself, yeah. if you spent any time there, I think that is part of the story yeah, because that, it's kind of a yeah. crazy city in itself. It's gone through right. so many transformations. It was right after the Olympics, too, right? Yeah, what Olympics year was the Olympics were in 96, yeah. Yeah. And there was that some yeah. crazy yeah. event that happened. Yeah, down the bombing. There. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we were we were. <laughs> it was a, a crazy time. Yeah, down we, there, man. the during the 96th, <laughs> during the ninety six Olympics, we had that's when we had Kaya. <laughs> for this, there's this club called Kaya that we yeah. ran. And it used to be an old grocery store, just to give you the size. There's a large building. Oh, God. Old grocery store. So not huge, but large. And um, we got to the end of the number one, you know, club in Atlanta, you yeah. know. And during the Olympics, um, you know, because we were bringing, like, all the big DJs in and everything like that. And during the Olympics, um, you know, as the Olympic, as the, as the um, athletes um, uh, competed after they lost or won, They'd want to go out, and yeah. so they're coming. They were all coming to this club. You know what I mean? And I mean, you want to say, you just you want to write. You want to talk about just like I've it, heard it, about the athletic. Oh uh, my God, they're horny as all. That's hell. what I've heard. You know, just, it's insane, and they want drugs, and they want to party, and they they want to have a good time, yeah, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And it was just it was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I've heard that yeah. the uh, like the athlete area. I don't know what you call it yeah. in the Olympics. Um, a few years back, right after Tinder, the dating app came mm. out. Apparently, like the app at that location where all the athletes were, were like b- they bl- broke the app or something because they were all trying to hook up each other. Y'all so wouldn't done it. We I could even imagine Dude. the amount of just angst being in the Olympics, man. Yeah, and they don't like. I was my understanding is like like before there's a certain period of time before you perform, they don't want you to have sex. Oh. Because it keeps you more, you know, um, focused or more, you know, you, that, test, that testosterone is the testosterone yeah. is within you kind of a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, the Atlanta was ridiculous. Was the, fun, the Olympics was were fun. I've so, you know, on my bucket list, I, I can, I can, uh, I can acclaim, you know, Olympians. Yeah. You know, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> what was. What was, uh, if you spent almost a decade there, what was the greatest thing you took away from Atlanta? What's the best thing about that? What did that um, city give you, man? Like the best thing that's... The two things that the city gave me, um, one, and I don't want to sound cheesy, but friends, yeah. guys like you and uh, Pete and uh, Damien and Kev, um, you know, uh, you know, we're, you know, Jesus Christ, man, we've been friends for 25 years. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, being able to, uh, sorry, I'm getting over cold, guys. Yeah. Being able to, uh, and I've been smoking too many blunts. <laughs> That's you know, why, 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 uh, don't be concerned. It's the blunts. It's not, you know, it's not coronavirus yet. You it's know, fair, it's legal, man. But, but yeah, but you know, it's like, you know, just really just having these long, you know, how many stories and t- good times and everything like that. Memories. You know, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that, you know, people who have, you know, you know, uh, long-term friends like that. Long, you know, things. It's just, it's a show. It's a sign of our character as yeah. well. You know what I mean? It's like, Longevity know, in relationships, man. That's especially when you go through decades because people, right. people change so much. Right. Absolutely. absolutely. You're like, damn. Yeah, and you still stick it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that, there's that. Um, and Atlanta was where. That was where I really just kind of came out of the closet oh, and went okay. wild and. You know, that was, you know, that was my UBU, you know, me do me kind of a thing, you know what I mean? And, uh, I, you know, I just had so much fun there, you know, yeah. through, you know, um, you know, I was in the tech industry at the time. I was on semiconductors to manufacturers. I had my business going. I was making 
you know, Good money. just insane money. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Damien helping Damien, you know, throw parties and doing all the crazy shit that we were doing back then. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, the whole nine yards, you know, yeah. it was just, it was just, a, it was just a wild time and a lot of fun. And I would not trade a second of it, yeah. you know, um, you know, I think that, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, it definitely, um, you know, it, there's a lot of wisdom that came from living like that. Yeah, <laughs> there is. Yeah. You know I mean? Okay. Well, there's you sub series that question, like, what's the, what's the great wisdom that came from that period? Cause I'm with you so far, man. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I was still living in Oklahoma. I went out, I remember in one year. Like twelve month period, I think I went to Atlanta four times, or mm. maybe it was a thirteen month period or something. Mm. Eventually, I went out there and stayed for almost three months. That mm. was maybe two months. Mm. Um, that was that whole Y two K New Year's trip. Right, 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 right. moved to Cali. But I'm with you on the first two. But then when you when you pack a little wisdom on top mm. of mm. of that. Um, relationships and then just wild times and good times and the best of times. You know, I think, um, you know, the, 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 you really learn human nature. I really learned human nature. And, um, you know, drug abuse is an interesting thing, right? Because, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you know, you're partying all the time and everything like that. But it, also, you're seeing these personalities and these these issues and all these things be just laid bare, you know, stripped away of, of any uh, inhibition. A, a, yeah, any yeah. inhibition, you know, or ability to to to, to, to shroud to shred it or to you know, hide it. Right. It's yeah. just you know, it's just like it's full on just disaster mode, right? And <laughs> I uh, could and you know, and so just from that alone. Um, I learned so much about people, you know, and, yeah. uh, and, um, personality types, you know, the diversity of just how, yeah. And, and how, and how similar and how similar we all are. are. Yeah. Yeah. How similar that's we great. Are. Well, that's good wisdom, Ron Bush. That's good wisdom. I have my moments. It's good wisdom for the kids out there. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is a little bit of a serenity to, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not a bash. I've had my, I've had my fun with some drugs, and there is that sense of, especially with some of the hallucinogen stuff, like mushrooms, yeah. for example, yeah. even acid. I think I acid a few Ooh. times, but yeah. it's the, um, it's that coming out, no comment. <laughs> where you're, you know, you kind of, that your perspective of reality has changed. Yeah, and it's how you and what you do with it. Sort of enduring those moments when that is changing, right. and when you're with other people, that's where some of my great relationships during those um, moments, because mm -hmm. um, you do get to people un unveil, so yeah. to speak, Absolutely. their true selves, yeah. and yeah. it's good and bad. Oh, good. <laughs> but it's really it's an interesting time. Um, yeah, interesting, man. That's that's good stuff, Ron Bush. How about fast forward, man? You got mm -hmm. birthday coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some current activities in your life that that you're stoked about. Um, yeah, yeah. What's it, was it 17th, 15th? What, my birthday's uh, my my birthday's March 17th. 17th. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's at least uh, throw the promo out there for all the kids that are listening. Right, March seventeenth. Right. Where's it at? Well, okay. Well, the the, the event is March twentieth. Um, okay. So my birthday is March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day. Um, but we're having the event March twentieth. Um, at the dojo at Sycamore Taverns, yeah, it's higher upstairs. It's a really beautiful place. Um, What's great, the address? <laughs> great lineup. Um, we're gonna ask you, we're gonna ask you to Google it. Uh, <laughs> Sycamore Tavern. Sycamore Tavern. Uh, right there in Hollywood on Sunset in La Brea. You know, and uh, there's plenty of parking. You know, uh, just Uber there. Have, yeah. a, have a cocktail. You know how it is. It's going to be a great night. We have a great lineup. Um, Fifi Dosh, uh, um, who's just who's formerly Joe, who I, which I just love watching his journey as he's tra- he's trans uh, transitioning and yeah, so much happy. I'm just dying to hear his, his, okay. his stand up, hear her stand up because it's going to be it's insane beforehand. So this is going to be great. Um, yeah. Mike Mortor. Uh, Jeff Keller, uh, our co-hosting, um, and they're they're just you know you, you'll you'll enjoy those guys. Oh man, okay. You're two of my best friends in comedy. Um, right. uh, we got Niles uh, Niles Abstin, um, just shot young young funny ass nigga. Uh, just shot his his special uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, yeah, and um, and uh, and you'll just be coming down off your birthday yeah, three days Leah, three yeah, days post. Yeah, Leah Leah Leah. Uh, Leah, she, oh, Leah Good, she, like, she, 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 she changed her Facebook thing to Leah Goodwoman, and now I can't remember her last name. But, Leah Goodwoman. Yeah, but, but she's, she's an amazing comedian. All right, and, right um, Yeah, so just looking forward to that, uh, the 20th. That's going sweet. Um, yeah, uh, Red, Grave, Red Grave Jones is the musical guest. Uh, so we're having Red Grave Jones. Jones. Yeah, What beautiful. kind of music is that? Um, white women singing with long, <laughs> gorgeous red hair and a beautiful, powerful voice. voice. Guitars and yeah, kind of just, yeah, I think she's like bring keyboard is what I think she's oh, gonna okay. do this one. Yeah, Sweet. but she's really talented. Really, uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, um, that's a cool name. I mean, bluesy, soul-y, right. you know, kind of a kind right. of a vibe. You cool, know, man. yeah, and uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I started touring, ladies and gentlemen. I've been touring oh. for like well, that's you know we were gonna do this a couple months ago. We started talking about doing this a couple mm. months ago, and you said you had to go out and do some shows. What where where have you been? Dude, I've been what? all over the place now. Jeez. Um, yeah, uh, my my go tos as of recent for like the past year and a half, I've really been focusing on the West Coast. Yeah, um, and so uh, Portland and Salt Lake City and Boise and. Um, Reno and uh, San Francisco and San Diego. Fuck and yeah. Vegas and Salt I don't know if I said that Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City's great. Yeah. Um, and then I've done like Charleston, South Carolina and Boston and Providence, Dude. Rhode Island and Portland, Maine and, you know, all, you know, you know, that whole thing. And then I'm going to Atlanta this year and doing my hometown Philly finally. Oh my gosh. You know, this year for sure. How do you, how do you, Make that transition because that's kind of. I mean, you've been doing stand up out here for a hot minute. I mean, mm-hmm. it, let's not let's mm-hmm. not over, uh, let's not side get past the hustle. Mm-hmm. Not, you were hustled, man. You have you've hosted events and been putting things on. I mean, mm-hmm. you. We talk about Atlanta and we kind of jest about it, but the real skill that you come out of that, besides all the feel good relationship, mm-hmm. is you know how to throw events, you know how to promote parties and right, get yeah. things done. Yeah, yeah. You know, Very so good, that yeah. so you you've hustled like out here for a minute yeah. for years yeah. and getting ready to go on tour, that's mm-hmm. that's badass, dude. So mm-hmm. how do you transition from working it and hustling to getting to that? You know, um 
Yeah, I, I some some great uh, some great comedians, you know, um, kind of advised me on the best ways to get out there and start touring, and you just you just you know the, the mentors. Model, yeah, I would say yeah, yeah, just friends. You know what I mean? That uh, you don't want to see me do well, you know, and uh, vice versa, kind of a thing. You know, the the, the great, comedians are great because they. Um, you know, we are like a community, you know, there's, you know, there's some yeah. haters, but it is a community, you know, and, um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, you know, basically it's, you know, you choose a city, you know, go there. <laughs> what? It's, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you, you gotta be booked. <laughs> yeah, no, you can, well, if you don't, if you don't have credits yet, which I, you know, I didn't have credits, I don't have like a TV show as of yet, you, okay. know, for, you know, so, um, without a TV show, you know, the the bookers are here's the thing like so that's this a different side that's a different way of hustling you're oh, showing yeah. up yeah you have to you're show like up. here i am yeah because what happens is you call them up and you're like hey you know my name's ron bush i'm a comedian in la they're like all right cool send me your tape all right cool so you email them the tape you know you yeah. call them and follow back up in like a week they're like oh i'm having a chance to look at it yeah call them back and go, oh yeah yeah yeah, kind of easy. When are you coming to? When are you coming here? And they don't want to book you. They're not going to pay you until you show up. I mean, because so many people call and like, oh, you know, jerk them off and like, I'm coming. Don't show up. You know, and so they changed. You know, yeah, and you know they're you know they're to their defense. You know, they're a small market comedy club. Their job is to make people laugh. Yeah. You know, and that means you need comedians and keep the stage full. Right. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and keep it fresh. You know, and not the same comedians with the same jokes. And when you book somebody from out of town and not showing up, it's kind of like a dick move because they could have had somebody else. Yeah. Damn. And they need it. You know what I mean? Because they, you know. It's, that's, just a, that's just another straight uh, hustle. So, yeah. you, so you're paying for all this stuff. So you go out, you know, you go out and you meet the club owner. You know, you call, call at least this is what I've done. You know, you go out, you meet the club owner. With the booker, you yeah. know, and they're they're gonna put you up, you know, and you yeah. just fucking destroy. You're like, just, dude, I showed up. I'm here. Yeah, they just and just, just I call you. And they're, they're like, yeah, we'll give you 15 minutes right now. You want to go up now? We'll put you 15. <laughs> Absolutely. You just go up and you fucking destroy. And if you, as awesome. long as you have a good set, they're gonna be like, dude, come back. How much time. How much time do you have? How come, you know, you're like, you'll ask you like, oh, dude, I don't work like an hour, 45 minutes worth of material. Oh, okay, yeah, that's well. awesome. Then, but then, then, but then you yeah. can start having a little bit more of a conversation, and then at the same time. The uh, comedians that work at the comedy club that just saw you, you know, you saw your set, they're going to want to book and pay you to do shows that they're doing locally because... Networking, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Everything has its sweet science, its community and, and things like that. So yeah, always, yeah. man, I, I don't, I'm not uncomfortable on stage, but I am not a comedian. <laughs> I mean, I am not funny. Um, but I know that, that, that the stories that I've heard from is it's one of the hardest hustles, man. So I admire that in, your, in what you have to do, but it's cool to have you sit here and say, you know, that it's just a tight-knit community. and It is. It's probably I, a pretty small circle. Sometimes you're running into the same people even. Yeah. Like, you know, people say that it's like, oh, it's a high... I don't think... I don't think it's any more of a hustle than any other job you take seriously. Oh, yeah? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be... If you're going to be a uh, a great scientist or a a great lawyer or uh, you know one of the best builders construction you know whatever you know you're busting your ass you know period period you're busting yeah. your ass you know and yeah you know and it's and it's technical shit and 
you know, I think what it, I think what it is is people um, are naturally more afraid to do what a stand-up comedian does. You know, that's probably a fair and statement. So, yeah. And so, and you know, and then the and the the act of making jokes funny to a person who's not a stand-up comedian is probably really brutal, but. Uh, to a stand comedian, it's part of the process. It's just part of the job. Yeah, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. You know, it's just you know, and that's how you that's that's how you know you're. You know, that's how, I think <laughs> that I think if if you ask me what what makes a stand up comedian, I was like when they and maybe it bothers them a little bit, but ultimately, you know. Yeah. Well, when did you know you were going to be you? You are a standing comedian. The first time I did stand up. The second time. The second time I did stand up. The second time. Where was the first time? The first time was at, the first time was at the comedy store, like back in two thousand. So the one up here. Yeah, or, back back in like two thousand eight, um, and me and Jamie, Banfield, yeah, me and Jamie went to the comedy store. He and, didn't get up and do that. No, he didn't. Oh, I was didn't. like, Jamie's done. I did. I did. I went up and I was <laughs> I was so fucking terrified. You know what I mean? I, I almost shit my fucking pants. I never went back. You know? And Okay, then, then the second time. And then the second time, um uh my boyfriend broke up with me uh because he was straight again. Um <laughs> Right. You straight heard that you, you well, he, he, what what are we doing over here? <laughs> right, you know, what are you doing wrong, right? No, uh, but yeah, she, me and Sean broke up, and my business partner um, uh, had a major medical situation happen, and um, for some reason, stand up was just calling me. And I, I, I was, I've been doing sketch and improv for so long, yeah, and um, I wasn't happy with it. It was you like a foundation I mean? kind of thing. Uh, was, you know, I was, I was terrified of stand up. I guess it was the most I could say. I was terrified of it. But and, you knew you were drawn to it. Though. Yeah. yeah, and so there's that saying that that which that which you that which you're scared of can be your greatest strength. I was there like, fuck go. this shit. I'm not going. I'm not. You know, I got to. Yeah. I got to do this. You know. Yeah. And um, I went to uh, this mic that used to be on uh, Sunset called Rock Paper Coffee, and uh, and um, there's some great comedians there. There, that's there's awesome. Some friends there, and. Um, uh, and I you froze. killed it. I, no, I froze. I froze. I, I I wrote like fucking forty pages. Like I wrote like a script. I like wrote like I wrote like you know like something that you know you know some type of like Shakespearean novel of, of like oh all this text of stand up I wrote. You know, and um, I I tried to memorize like three four pages, knowing that I only had five minutes for the mic. So I'm like you oh know God. so I just let's hear hear all the work right. And it's like anybody who's with stand up comedian knows this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And so I get, I get up on stage. And I'm so terrified, I freeze, and I fucking and these you know and I, and I lost it. I just like just the fucking anger just exploded. I'd be like, what the fuck? And I just started ranting about how I fucking can't even fucking believe that I would fucking freeze trying to do stand up after as long as I've been doing sketch and improv. And I'm ranting and talking all the shit. And then I started remembering the stuff that I wanted to say, so oh I started throwing this stuff in there. And, I, it worked, but, dude. I had a fucking blast. I couldn't oh believe it. God. Oh my god! Yeah. After That's... that, it was it was game over. Game over. Holy shit! 
Game over. It was like, like I tell people, it was like, it was like the first time I kissed a dude. It's like, how did I not know? <laughs> well, mm. that sounds like a good time to take a break. And you've thrown it out now a couple of times mm. by kissing dudes and breaking it up. And, yeah, yeah. And you said you came out in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So let's tap into that a little bit. Let's yeah. take a, a little bit of a break. Mm. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Flowers. I'm here with my good friend and my brother, Ron Bush. Mike Flowers, Ron Bush. We'll be back in about five. Hey, thanks for sticking around. Got the back half of YLab podcast number 26 with Ron Bush. Now I want to just be very clear. There's some some really uh, interesting language that Ron uses to describe and use his story, but there is no better human on the planet to tell the story. His humor, his authenticity, his vulnerability, his intellect, and his his empath, he's an empath, man. I mean, he's just, he's funny, he's smart. He's just a kind, awesome, awesome person. And a lot of people can learn a lot of things from this man. So please stick this out. It's a long one, but you gotta love Ron Bush. Here's the back half. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Michael Flowers. I'm Ron Bush. Ron Bush. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the back half of Y Lab Podcast. Mm-hmm. And we were just shutting it down, talking about your favorite um, stand-up. Like what got you going into it. Yeah. And you, and you kind of started that story with you broke up with a, your current boy, your boyfriend at the time. Every time, yeah. And yeah. then it kind of triggered my memory of you saying that... Um, you had came out of the closet back in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. And just for... I came out before then, but I think I think Atlanta was where, you know, full acceptance happened, where, you know, I started dating guys, you know, having boyfriends and, yeah. you know, living openly and, you know, that How whole you? thing. Um, you know, uh, 23 was when I moved to Atlanta. From Philly? Uh, no, I, went, I, I moved indirectly from... Uh, I, was, I moved from Philly to Detroit, from Detroit to Florida, Florida to... Chicago, Chicago to Atlanta. I was in the tech industry. Wow. <laughs> I moved around a lot. Man. Mm-hmm. All, and within a couple of years? Yeah, within a few years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And then you lay in Atlanta for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we kind of opened with that, so we all know how much fun yeah. that time was. Yeah, yeah. When did you know that, like, that choice was coming? Or, I guess, for a straight guy, you already knew all the time. Right. So I didn't. Question, you know, right? No, actually, I didn't. Um, you know, I thought I was straight for you know a long time. Really. You know, up until my early, till my till my late teens. You know, um, you know, at the time, you know, homophobia was <laughs> very powerful. Now my sure. mother's Jamaican, so there's a lot of violence toward gays. You know, it's just like, you know, it's unthinkable that you know you just rationalize, you know, why you're attracted to this dude or that dude and all this other stuff. It's not. You know, um, you know, shame and internalized homophobia and, you know, low self-esteem and all these things really, you know, kind of determine how a person's able to address some really personal things about themselves, like sexual orientation, you know, and or even just sexuality, which is completely different, you know, different things. 
And, you know, uh, especially today, guys, uh, in particular, straight guys, I would hate to be straight. I was, I was joking with some people. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm being dead serious. You know, oh I, mean, I, was joking, I was joking with some friends of mine, this comedians the other day. I was like, I hate, I hate to be straight. You guys, it's just, it's just, just worthless beat, dude. It's like, God, you know, you, the culture is so skewed. And, you know, the, b between the white privilege and the toxic masculinity mixed with the collapse of the socioeconomic fabric that we have and, you know, equality is happening. So white males feel threatened by, you know, the, all this shit that's going on. Right. That is some serious truth. You know, it's, it's just all this stuff is going on. And, um, you know, and that women bear the brunt of that. You know, and so I, you know, you know, as, as a gay guy, I know that I know how guys are fucking crazy. We're pigs. You know what I'm saying? When we, you know, and some guys are fucking nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And women have to deal with that shit, you know, and, you know, straight dudes don't. And so, and because, you know, you know, similar to systemic racism, you know, because, uh, it's been allowed to fester and linger for so long, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you, 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 you know, white males, white straight males in particular, um, have been kind of like boxed out of the conversation. You know I mean? You know, you have to be woke, you know, and there's no place, you know, for, um, there's no place right now for people to be politically incorrect because they're ignorant, but they're trying to improve themselves. In, in other words, an ignorant, the definition of ignorant is not knowing, right? Sure. And so if a person doesn't know something, then, you know, how they address it is going to be clumsy, like a child or something you know it's gonna be it's gonna be clumsy and can offend now the question is you know i think nowadays is you know especially as, as i tour some people say some of the most offensive shit you'd ever fucking imagine the audience people people know you know, when you're talking to people afterwards oh. you know what i mean yeah. um you know when i was you know when you, you, you know you just hear some of the most ridiculous things you know and you have this ignorance you know, towards, uh, these, you know, issues. And so instead of allowing myself to get, uh, you know, all butthurt, oh, he said something, hurt my feelings, you know, I don't give a fuck what they had. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what they said? Who cares? Are they paying your bills? No. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're getting violent, if they're threatening, um, you know, you know, totally different situation but just because somebody says something ignorant yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna honor that with my emotion well fair well that's fair enough I it's mean, just trash yeah you know it's just, it's just does that happen a lot after shows I was, you know I, I i'm actually writing it i'm writing in a uh an, an op-ed about uh me dating this white supremacist <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> Salt Lake City. What? Yes, I did. I, I, I did. He's, he's been reincarcerated. But, oh, my God. But, but, That's not what I thought was going to come out of your no, mouth. No, I did. But then again, like, it's, eh, just about anything goes here with Ron Bush. Bush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, I'm writing this a bit about that experience, you know. Um, How long ago was that? Um, it's been going on for the past like two years. Oh shit! So yeah, is... it hasn't been. Well, I haven't. You know, as I haven't talked to him in, like seven months because he got reincarcerated. And so, Pro- like... probation violation. Oh, wherever you know, I'm not going to get it. You know, he's. Uh, He's, he's, yeah, yeah, I just, it's, it's an interesting situation. He's if, doing his own thing. If you had told me, um, like I say in the article, if you had told me that, um, I would have feelings for, be compassionate for, and protective over, um, a white supremacist, as somebody who literally has Aryan nation swastika tattoos all over his you know, body and, you know, like literally was in the KKK, literally, you know, one of these dudes. You see what I'm saying? What does that tell you about yourself? Um, what? I'm confused a little. So. Yeah, I'll tell you the story. Um, I'm on Grinder, you know, uh, in Salt Lake City, and this dude starts hitting me up, you know, good looking, you know, blue collar dude, you know, yeah. he's fucking fine and shit, you know, and he's funny. You know, and he's like, I'm just a country boy, little. I got a country boy with anger problems. You know what I'm saying? You know, shit. He reminds me, remind me half these niggas that I used to be banging back in Atlanta and Georgia. He's just redneck, man. You know, I get it. You know, and I'm redneck, uh, but I'm gay. I'm and gay. We're not, you know, and he just told me how much you know, man. I love you. I love black man, man. You know, and we don't get a lot of them out here. You know what I'm saying? You, gonna, you know, me and you gonna have to meet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right, it's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? It's hilarious. And so we met, we got along, we smoked some weed. Um, <laughs> to not get too graphic, once we started to go there and he starts taking off his shirt, he has this huge fucking swastika going across his fucking goddamn ribcage and all these fucking Aryan tattoos. And I was like, what the fuck is going oh my on? God. And you can just see the look. He's, he's, oh, and shit. He, he, just, he was like, oh, I, guess I know, man. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> Sorry, that's just that's yeah. like a scene out of a movie, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really touching story, actually. You know, he, you know, he's from an area yeah. um, where you know all you could do is really sell coke. You know, the breezing bi- around bank biker gangs with heroin, yeah. coke, uh, and you know, meth and shit. You yeah. know, and that's kind of that was kind of the nom de jour, right? That's yeah. what you, that's what you did. That's what he had available. And so in and out of jail kind of a thing, no yeah. good schools, you know, you know, abject, you know, abject poverty, just like, you know, you have the inner schools. It's, it's, it's just it's exactly the same as you have, like, in some of the inner cities, right? And yeah. so, you know, uh, you know, he would have never gotten the tattoo if he didn't get put in jail because you have to get the tattoo to survive because you have to join one of the gangs, you know what I'm saying? Yes, you do. You know, and... Um, you know, it wasn't so, and he always like he's it was. I almost cried. He almost like, put me in tears. He was like, he was like, I always felt like I was broken. You know, I was in prison. One time I was in prison, and I saw these these black guys. You know, starting to shower, and I and I started to get an erection, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm fucking gay. You know, kind of. He realized that he was attracted to men. It wasn't you know he'd, he'd been living in denial. Oh, you know what I'm saying. And so the moment he got out, 
Down Salt Lake City. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man, that's what a, what yeah. an interesting story. Yeah. So you're writing that piece right now? Like, is yeah. that gonna like you're gonna put it out? Yeah, I definitely am. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. It's, well, it's, I look forward to that. When's it, that gonna? Um, I'm 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 in the I'm right. third draft right now. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the third draft right now. So uh, I'm you know I'm writing it in two different formats. Well, three different ways for the, the, you know di for different places I want to submit it. And, okay. Um, I have a writing uh, editor. Uh, copywriter or whatever you want to call it I'm yeah. helping with it and, I was about um, to ask where does that end up like a website or yeah a I would like to, uh, I'd love like like Huffington Post or like oh, okay. you know New York Times sweet have you done that things. before this is my first time oh my okay first time, yeah. Yeah. god but, well that seems brave of you it's uh I think it's important you know um you know it's it's what I learned you know um what do you mean you know here here's you never, you, you never would expect that, um, you would be able to have the type of conversation I had. I mean, again, when you meet somebody who is of that nature, you know, that as an African American and as a gay man, you know, those are two really, really charged things you immediately feel something yeah, right? absolutely absolutely i mean it's it's just so fucking powerful you know um the emotions that are you're dealing with you know are really complex and fucked up but you chose mm -hmm. to dig into his story and kind of yeah, it was because it was so intriguing. Yeah. I mean, you're a former KKK member who loves black men. This is hilarious. I'm a comedian. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is, I mean, you just you don't, you can't write that. This is fucking hilarious. Yeah. I want to know everything. <laughs> I did. I yeah. did. Dude, we talked for hours. We talked for hours. I want to know. We, we, dude, we became friends. <laughs> Every time um, I would go back to Salt Lake City, uh, he would meet me in my hotel. So just plutonic friends now, or do you still? No, we we we, we fucking every time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm making Malcolm X proud, baby. Let me tell you, are you kidding me? Shit, nigga. That's why I'm kind of disappointed he's back in jail, nigga. <laughs> I mean, you know, goddamn. And there is, and like I'm saying in the article, there is this fetishization to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm, you know, just the oh, the, the when you you know dominating a dude with that tattoo is. Like really powerful. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. It's insane. It's insane. And by the way, That's, that is, I I would I have no idea. And by the way, um, something that happened, it, it, um, maybe five years ago, I'm yeah. banging this dude. You know, obviously because I'm gay, <laughs> and he spits in my face and calls me nigger. Okay, right. You know, and so it would get more rough. You would get more rough with him, right? Okay. That was the purpose behind it. You see what I'm saying? That was the first time. It yeah, happened. and and I thought that that was like some weird shit that this dude did. So I'm telling some of the comedians, you know, about this story, you know, because yeah. I you know, the, the full story is so insane. I can't even begin to. Get, it's just it's just grade A fucking what the fuck, you know, and. <laughs> Like his, like you know, his brother walks in while we're fucking. You oh know, God! So, yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, right? It's just, 
I'm I this, you know right uh, and, you're very graphic man. yeah oh that's what, and, and I don't you know and you know and that's what I'm saying is like I don't want it to be about the sex you know yeah. I want it to be about the relationship I want it to be about this dude who was raised in just like the most abhorrent conditions to be able to be to, 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 when you're a gay man you know and um, it's oppression, and, and, he, and him, it, right? It's, it's horrible, and yeah. having to find himself in that, you know what I mean, and and you know having to realize that his family got it wrong. You know what I'm saying? He's what 27 years old right now, somewhere around there. Yeah. You know, he's not an old guy here. You know, and he, you know being raised in that environment, you know. And having to have these realizations, dude, I woke that boy. I was giving the books. I was giving him books and magazines to read and articles, you know, just like woken that motherfucker. I mean, I remember, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful He process. was having breakthroughs. Oh, dude, it was beautiful. It was Man. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it was absolutely It's a beautiful story. I think it's, I, I, you know, there's, it's, it's really sweet. It's really, really sweet, you know, and, um, you know, like, you know, like one of my favorite, like, I, I was telling a buddy of mine, you know, uh, one time he FaceTimes me, you know, I'm, 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 I was, I was, uh, let's see what, I was going to Boise. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's like, all right, I'm gonna meet you. In the-. He's like, the motherfucker drove from Salt Lake City to Boise to hang with you for the weekend, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Romantic shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My brother, yeah. What you think? You act like white supremacists don't have a fucking soft, <laughs> spot? don't have a soft spot. You know what I'm oh saying? Yeah. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Just a little Aryan nation. You act like they have a Larry nation. Yeah, yeah just a little Aryan nation. Man. Yeah, it's all it is. Drive down to Salt Lake City, yeah, see my boy. Yeah, when he drove drove to Boise, come see me. He calls me. He he read um some. Thing I sent to him, and he's he's, he's he goes he, he, you know and he's you know, obviously I'm a comedian. He's like he goes he goes he's all right, Ron. Look, yeah, I ain't gonna be a racist no more, but I'm, I'm gonna be an Aryan though. I'm gonna be... <laughs> what is that? How, what is that? What's the iron? What does it's, that even mean? It's right. It doesn't. It, it's, <laughs> the psychology of this, I think, is but, what's the most intriguing. Yeah, is, yeah. Him is, realizing, him realizing, and make you know that there was, are certain things he'll hold on to and say, hey. If we are looking at like nurture, nature versus nurture, something like that, environmental yeah. forces, whatever your choices are, whatever right. kind of pressure or oppression really right. is was enacted on him during mm-hmm. that time, he's still like he's like man, it's like the Pareto principle. Yeah. I'm gonna let I'm eighty twenty rule. Yeah. I'm eighty twenty woke, eighty percent woke, but I'm still just because I'm here, man. Yeah. These are my people. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he, it's know, interesting. Yeah, but I mean, we've, I mean, we just laughed about. I some, love that story, uh, man. You know, it's some of the funniest stuff I've, I've had. Some of the, some insanely funny laughs with that dude, because oh, it's just you know, because when someone has a when you're so blind to uh, a truth, you know, um, and if you're able to look at it f- as it is funny, you know what I mean? It's hilarious. You yeah. know, and, you know, there has been, you know, just, you know, um, he, he was telling me, uh, this, this is pill- one time we're having pillow talk. Okay. So this is where, you know, this is right. <laughs> All right. This, this, is, this is pillow talk. Pillow talk with Ron Bush. Okay. Pillow talk with Ron Bush. So we're talking. He's, I'm sorry, this is, and again, his brother walked in on us. Recently, while right. we were doing the wild thing. And I'm not even just, just not even going to paint that picture. Just, just. You know, it's just, again, Malcolm X would be fucking proud. Just like, <laughs> all right, well. Uh, <laughs> okay. I said fuck the white man, but. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Next level. Um, you yeah. know, but. Um, and so I was like, so how's, how's your brother doing? He goes, oh, man, 
You ain't believe, <laughs> man, you ain't gonna believe this motherfucker. Motherfucker's getting a goddamn Mexican. <laughs> Oh my God! What's going on in Salt Lake City, man? <laughs> man these days, the goddamn Mexican. That's cool. I was like, I was like, dude, I was like, dude, you literally just got fucked by a black dude. <laughs> he just says it like that with disdain, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, what's and, he's like, and, he's like, and he's just like, oh man, I know. God damn it! <laughs> that's so. That's so wild, man. Yeah, it's, like the it's psychology of that is limited. Now I. At first, As you kind of started going off with your rant, and you mentioned mm. the ignorance, and I was like, "Man, he's he's practiced this or something." Mm. I was wondering where you're going with that, yeah. and I love the story, man. Yeah. A, it is sympathetic. It, it's it's hard not to hear you tell that and be like, "Oh man, that's kind of a sweet relationship." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there not, is sort of the just the realism of like this is kind of wild. It's insane. And again, I'm not. Um, I am not uh, trying to be, a, I'm the, by no stretch of the imagination, some type of apologist or, you know, whitewashing of history uh, or any of that shit. You know, bad ignorance and bad behavior, ignorance and bad behavior. But, you know, this really put in perspective what we're dealing with mm. in this country. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> That's big. Well, that's heavy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you, you know, take away the sexual orientation issue, you know, and, you know, I like I, I, I asked him, you know, what he thought about white privilege and man, the look on his fucking face just turned to a scowl. You know, I don't got no white privilege. You know what I'm saying? It's but like, you're white. <laughs> but, but he doesn't. You know, and, and yeah. you know, and, and and here's the thing. This is, I, I thought of it this way, and as I, I like to say, um, socioeconomic disparity, that's what he's dealing with, okay? Um, that's the mumps. Systemic racism, that, that we'll call that the mumps. The mumps. Right? We'll call systemic racism the measles. You see what I'm saying? Uh. They're two very different things with similar issues you see what i'm saying whatever you want to do you know whatever i don't know yeah it's just an analogy but you know one's the mumps one's the measles and when you when you know what i when you when you um when you devalue a person's fears and uh feelings and beliefs um they're going to be at least defensive and you're not going to get anywhere uh, in trying to plant a seed of change. But when you have the conversation and use a personal, so I use a personal story, something that happened to me and how I learned and grew from it. You know, so then you're, you're giving a different perspective on how to look at things, how to deal. Oh, I have another option. And then you just let it go because they'll figure it out. You know, you don't need to call them stupid and all this other stuff. They'll figure it out. You know, people are smart. You know, they just need to be given the right the, the right information and the space for them to process it in their own way. You know. Man, that's some enlightening stuff there, Ron Bush. You jest very often, but you are a highly intelligent and well thought out man 
I appreciate that, man. Um, Thank you. I have a new dating it. pool. I'm, 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 I'm totally, I'm totally full on. I'm full white supremacist now. You know what I mean? You're like, that's my number one thing on grinding out. It's been like, fuck it. I need swastika stickers on your abdomen. Yeah, man. I need bathroom selfies with swastika stickers, please. <laughs> well, for anybody that uh, is listening, one of the cameras went out. That was mine. So. We'll just call this, we're winding down time, Ron Bush. Yeah. Um, what I like to do at the end of the podcast is this thing called the Final Four. Yes. It's kind of a rapid fire. Okay. But it's like one sentence or less. You can answer the question, and I'm going to fire off. Okay. The Final Four questions. And by the way, thank, once again, thank you for having me. This has been fun. Uh, dude. The look on your face when I was telling you that uh, I've been banging a white supremacist was just priceless. I don't even, yeah. I'm, I'm like, what is he, where are we going? Like, how, what, what, I'm like, it's Ron Bush. I don't know what this is happening. Um, so, um, <laughs> uh, just to, so on my bucket list, that is um, Olympians, <laughs> two silver medalists, and one bronze, okay, is what I got. Okay. Uh, and oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't ask. Me, Jamie, Angela, me and Angela and Jamie and a few of us, we actually had a competition to see how many Olympians, because we, we were the ones giving the VIP seating. <clears throat> and we had the good cocaine and ecstasy. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, my. But anyway, God. I digress. So, and. Who was um, the winner? Well, fuck. Um, I can't remember. I think. I'm, I, I can't remember who won. I can't remember. Imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of. If you were to go in both ways, yeah, I think I think it was uh, the what was the name the Keeney the the door guy. I think the Keeney the door guy was the one who won. (laughs) Anyway, um, two two silvers and uh, yeah, two yeah two silvers and a bronze. Two silvers and a bronze. Congrats, Um, Ron Bush. And um, and a white supremacist. (laughs) Two silvers and bronze and a white supremacist. (laughs) The show notes on this are going to be amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all right. Question number one, Ron Bush. What is the least expensive thing you could not do without? The least expensive thing I could not do without my writing book. Good answer. What's the last thing you've lied about? Question number two. Oh, this is a, this is a this is a this is a tough one. Why I didn't have time to meet this guy on Grinder because I met this other guy on Grinder. <laughs> Don't I just stop asking questions? You know, you, this is, you're, you're asking questions. I'm just right. It's, it happened, okay? You know, he took to I he, question number three. Thank you. If you met your younger self today, what would make them happy? And sad about you today. <clears throat> sad that I don't have the big tech company that I thought I would have. Um, happy that I'm a stand-up comedian and that I figured it out. Awesome. Right. That's awesome. Right. Last question. Question number four. What do you think makes a person the most attractive and how do you rank on that? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, to answer it backwards, I think looks are objective, you know? And so I don't think I'm an ugly dude. I don't think I'm a pretty dude. I, I don't I don't know where to rank myself on that, you know? Okay. Because um, it's so objective, sure. you know what I mean? You know, um, 
What makes somebody, there are features, obviously, you know, I think everybody has their types, you know what I mean? Uh, that they're into sure. aesthetically speaking. Um, but I think that for me, definitely personality, personality. intelligence, you know what I'm saying? The smart, the more intelligent, the person, the more I'm intrigued. You know what I mean? I love that. Yeah. I, I can align with you on that. I yeah. think intelligence is super sexy. It's incredibly, it's, it's yeah. a massive, massive turn on. Yeah. You know, and anybody that I've dated seriously has been very, it's a very intelligent person. Got to be challenged a little bit. And if you're not yeah. learning something from right. somebody else or having some sort of enlightening right. conversation, then it's, it's boring, stagnant. Right. And it's just the nature of it, especially if, just kind of crave that stuff, right so. absolutely when, when you know I, I like to talk about some deep ass shit <laughs> you know what I mean and you know that is literally should be the name of this podcast yeah. Ron Bush deep ass shit, shit yeah <laughs> and, you know but you know what I mean it's, it's like if if the person's not able to hold that conversation oh man it's like oh yeah well I, dude it's been it's been all over the place. It's been really yeah. just a blessing to have you here, man. Thank you, man. Um, like I said, I'm appreciate just, you coming by. Thank you for having me, and uh, I hope that uh, I hope that some of the listeners out there are able to take something from this. Well, um, yeah. Thanks for for being open and sharing. You're never one for a lack of words, but um, sharing personal stories sometimes is not the easiest thing for everyone and that's what i hope to be able to share in this space is that it's okay for people to be themselves and we're all awesome and weird and fucked up and cool all of our and and it's cool to talk about those things it's okay and and it's okay and be vulnerable and share it because everything that we see on instagram and on our phone is just it's it's the little bits and pieces that you don't really get to know about someone else. And you started that too. You even said one of the things that you liked about the wisdom you took away from Atlanta. And I, and I really latched on. I remember that was just the different types of people and mm-hmm. learning and seeing and yeah. because that's real life, yeah, you know, learning life, from yeah. real life is you gain so much more wisdom than some of the stuff or the tools that we have nowadays. And so yeah, I agree with you. I'm yeah. trying to put stuff out in the world yeah. that is that fits that vibe so man yeah, you could not have fit it more be- any better bro i'm glad that uh i'm glad we did this this has been a lot of fun man yeah and um yeah it's uh yeah it's been interesting telling it's, in- it's interesting telling this story <laughs> you know um, yeah i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to process that was to bring it yeah. back up to you later. yeah that's what that is that is going to be front and center in one of my next jokes awesome. right now one of my new the, the new joke that you'll be seeing um on the 20th my newest new joke um is called gay thanos gay thanos yeah well, that I saw on your flyer. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 right. you know, I'm giving that one away. It's the first time that I'm building a joke. Is okay. you know, so I'm, getting, I'm gay Thanos. Well, you heard it here first. I'll you make sure it, I yeah, get this yeah. episode yeah. out. Uh, yeah. on your, I'll try to get it out by your birthday. I got time, right? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I'll put a link of this myself on my website and everything. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, it's been, again, it's been an honor having you, you here. Thank you. Likewise. And uh, thank you, everybody, again, for tuning into this episode. Check that one's out. But... I'm your host, Michael Flowers, my boy, Ron Bush. We out.